Hello, you guys, and welcome back to TeenyCast, a podcast to and for those who like to ramble, because I sure do. In today's episode, we are going to discuss and talk about why diet culture is stupid and why you have just enough time to ditch that silly weight loss resolution. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and stop conflating health with aesthetics. I follow an astrology account on Instagram called KX Stars, and she is the reason why I wanted to make this episode about only diet culture and the dangers of it, because I did say that I was going to talk about diet culture and food and everything when I started the podcast, but I just wanted today's episode to be about that. And since we're in January and that is the season or that month where everyone, literally everyone wants to go on a diet and lose weight. So I thought that I'd make an episode about it right now because now is the time that is best to make a podcast episode about diet culture because January is the time for dieting. So first off, I just want to have some disclaimers. If any conversations surrounding weight, eating, or dieting trigger disordered thoughts for you, I recommend skipping this podcast for today. Just take care of yourself, and even if you're feeling skeptical about your the subject, give yourself the chance to reflect on why diets suck, because this might trigger your thoughts because you are dieting and you don't want to admit it to yourself. So it's January 6th and you or someone you love, work with, shared genes with, etc. has probably talked about eating better or working out more or losing weight to correspond with the new year. Like, literally. The most sought after new year resolutions are related to fitness and body. And I promise you that's not coincidental. First of all, businesses and corporations and fitness people know that weight and body image is a very touchy subject. And that also opens up endless possibilities for exploitation. They lean on the expertise of marketers to appeal to that. For other industries, it's a bit more obvious. Fitness is unique though. Why? Because the vast majority of people that are vested in the fitness industry think they are changing the world for the better and empowering folks along the way. So they might think themselves that like this is so good, like I'm helping people lose weight, I'm helping people achieve all of these things. But what they don't realize is that it's actually not, they're not doing it in a good way. They're promoting dieting, they're promoting weight loss because they are on the diet themselves. And here is what we do know. The US fitness industry pulled in 30 billion last year. Globally, that figure balloons to about 75 billion. Most adults are unhealthy based on our higher mortality rates and CVD-related illnesses, and processed foods have almost entirely taken up the American plate, and many nations around the world are also struggling to acquire fresh and real food. So if we're getting sicker each year and dying earlier than our parents, then why is the fitness industry booming? Oh yeah, because of diets. Fitness plans, keto diets, fasts, discounted memberships, those eight-week booty building programs that your favorite instant model is promoting, they're literally all designed to fail, but you have been taught otherwise, and here is why. Let's say tomorrow every adult human on the planet decides to get healthy. In the span of eight weeks, we all weigh exactly the doctor-recommended amount. We get the right amount of sleep, we eat only approved foods. Yay! You'll be proud and happy that you started, and that's the premise these programs rely on. Then something will happen. 
shit, I got sick during week 10 and couldn't subsist on quinoa and two carrots. Damn, it's my kid's birthday March 3rd. I'm just not gonna eat cake? Fuck. I've been super stressed with work recently and don't have time to meal prep. Oh my god, I've been working out and eating well for weeks and I still haven't lost weight. If we all got healthy all of a sudden, the fitness industry would collapse because there will be no more products to sell. Run that back turbo. If we all got healthy literally tomorrow, the fitness industry would buckle because there's no profit in health. So there's no actual incentive to make you healthy. Besides, there's no way to guarantee someone's health by looking at them. Health encompasses many areas of life, physical wellness being one of them. Diets speak to results, which is a very different thing. I caution you to not conflate those two. Diets exist as a short-term solution to a complex problem. We've talked about many health barriers before, so let's not focus on that right now. We're going to hone in on predatory fit messaging, guys, as resolutions. Diets work, exclamation point, so that you see or feel results within a given time. Since we all legit ate sugar and fat over the holiday break, we will likely see quicker results than if we randomly started to get fit in like August. Shock diets are popular in January because you lose weight. But you'll gain it all back and more later on. Fit companies used to come right out and say, yo, you don't look like Cameron Diaz, so you're fat. Eat a grapefruit and do Pilates every day and you'll be lovable. Good luck. But recent activism work has forced them to become more creative with the way they advertise. Today, they frame fitness as a happy decision you made now. It's not about weight loss. It's about self-love. Fit experts appeal to body insecurity by pretending it's coming from a good place. I know your impulse might be to defend these people, and I totally get that. Most of them do have great intentions, but people like, say, Jillian Michaels, they absolutely don't. And once you figure out that this messaging never results to forever solutions, you'll never be tricked again. Diet cycling in an absolutely ideal scenario can be, for example, that you start by telling yourself, I'm not happy with how I look or feel. I will go on a diet and fitness plan to reach my goal. And then you start seeing results and you're feeling better about yourself. And then you're like, I can do this, you know? And then you reach a goal that you wanted and all of this work was worth it. But now that you tell yourself that like, I can relax and I can enjoy my life. And then after enjoying life a little bit too much, you realize that, You've gained weight and you need to correct the damage that you've done. And then you tell yourself, what will I do? And then you start telling yourself, I'm not happy with how I look or feel. I will go on a diet and fitness plan to reach my goal. And then you're seeing results again. And it's just this evil cycle that will never stop if you go into it in the first place. And then you might be thinking now, like, I feel duped. I still want to be healthier. And what am I supposed to do? And I guess the first step is to be honest with yourself, tell yourself like, what is health? And you probably don't even know, like who knows what health is? We are not taught what proper health is. We're just told that you're fat if you don't look like a certain person, lose weight, that's healthy. If you're getting into fitness or dieting because you want to like yourself more, I've got some bad news for you. Brain chemistry doesn't work like that. You need to like yourself all the time if you want to love yourself when you see results because if you respect your body and respect your health and respect yourself things will be so much easier because punishment is not a way to do things you're not actually motivated to do anything if it's out of guilt or punishment 
If you just want to look better, maybe unpack why you align looking better with a certain way. Lastly, if you actually just want to be fit and healthy, realize that genuine change is slow, like super slow. I've been working out since the summer of 2019 and I've just now started to be able to do pull-ups and, you know, lift weights and feel energized and actually seeing some result. But I don't work out or eat healthy to look a certain way. I just do it because I care about my health. And health isn't about physique and appearance. People need to understand that. Diets don't solve for any of those concerns. The only reason you would or should actually go on a diet is if your doctor prescribes it for an immediate concern. Forever solutions are not sexy. They don't start at the top or every year. They won't guarantee that you'll fit into a dress in time for a spring wedding. But they generally ensure physical and mental health. Fat activists, registered dietitians, nutritionists, etc. rally against restrictive dieting or weight gain or loss solutions a ton. Sometimes that info is inaccessible or confusing or truthfully triggering. I figure I might as well do my part to spread the message as best as I can. And before I continue, I just want to say that most of the stuff that I'm insane right now, I've been reading from KXR's story. So if it sounds like I'm not actually talking, I am reading. And I don't want this to come off as like, this is something that I'm saying and that, that I wrote myself. I just thought that it was so well put and I completely agree with everything that she wrote. Um, so I guess my point here is that diets are stupid. Please don't do them for resolutions. Realize that health is super important, but... These cheaper memberships and gross diet foods is not that. Here's what actually works based on clinical research. 30 minutes of daily physical activity and that's it. Going on a jog is perfectly fine. Going on a walk is perfectly fine. It's also important to eat whole real foods. Not that interesting. Not that trendy. It doesn't have any sweetener. It's just... Regular foods. You don't need acai bowls and kombucha fast. You can eat whatever you want, but make sure that it's whole real foods. Make sure that you eat till you're satisfied, stop when you're full, that you intuitively eat. Like if you ate lunch and then you're hungry an hour later, just eat. Your body is hungry for a reason. Resting is also super important. Not just sleeping, but fully divesting from distractions and stress for at least eight hours a day. Also, support and love. And yep, you do need encouragement from yourself and sometimes other others. Often ignored, totally necessary. Self-love is important and you need to support yourself. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself like, oh, I'm working so hard, I'm strong, I'm beautiful, I'm sexy. Have affirmations that you tell yourself every day because hating yourself is not going to make you want to do anything more. It's like if you are at your grandmother's house and she put out some cookies and you're looking at them and you're like, I can't eat that, but I really want to. The only thing that you're going to think about throughout that whole cozy time with your grandmother is how much you want that cookie. You, you don't even listen to what she's saying because she's, you're like, oh, I want that cookie. I want that cookie so bad, but I can't have it. And then eventually you're like, you're like okay, I'm just going to have a piece of cookie. And then you end up eating like 14 of them. And that is because you restricted yourself. If you just eat that damn cookie when you want it it's not going to be that interesting because your body wants that goes for everything the more you restrict yourself from something the more you want it let's say you restrict yourself from a boy you just want it more that was a really bad analogy but you probably know what i mean 
if you restrict yourself from doing something that you really want to, you're just going to think about it. You're going to regret that you didn't get it, blah, blah, blah. We only regret the things that we didn't do. You feel me? You can do that, all of these things that I told you, and still be not be healthy because health isn't always attainable and quick and measurable. So practice kindness to yourself and others. And me personally... I've enjoyed going to the gym for the past months and I do eat healthy 90 or 80% of the time but every day I either have like chocolate milk or a piece of cracker I don't even know like cracker sounds dumb but like a piece of chocolate or anything that you know does what it needs to for my sweet tooth so if I want coke zero and let me tell you guys I hate soda I hate black soda and soda in general um and like sparkling drinks I hate it but like one day or like sometimes I just really want a glass of coca-cola and I'm not gonna tell myself that I can't have that because it's not healthy and it's not what these health gurus are telling me to drink and that I'm going to feel so bad about it. It's so toxic to watch all of these people promoting diets and telling you that I'm doing intermittent fasting. It's so good for me. It's working well. The reason why it's working is because you're not feeding yourself and that's why you see results. And if you start eating and following your intuition... You might see that you're gaining weight, but that is for a reason. I have eaten intuitively for a year now, and I haven't gained or lost a single pound. I've been at the same weight for the past year, and I work out in the gym, and I've seen my physique getting or turning differently. Like, I look differently now than I did six months ago, but I still haven't lost or gained any weight. It's just because I've gained muscle, and my body has changed. And it feels better. It feels more energized because I'm eating. And I'm not like if I want food, I'm like, oh, I can't eat now because I just ate. If I'm still hungry after eating, I didn't eat enough. And that's that. You don't have to feel guilty about it. You don't have to have a healthy bowl of yogurt with fruits. It's so important to just freely let yourself have what you want. And I know that it's hard with all like the healthy messages being spread out there like oh you need to eat healthy whole foods blah 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 like fuck that it's important to take care of your body and to eat healthy and to eat food that make you feel good I do that 80% of the time I love oatmeal I love eating healthy foods but I still have chocolate milk I still have sugar because it's not that bad for you it's worse to have these sweeteners that I can't even pronounce because those are worse for your body and Even if you have maple syrup or sugar, it still absorbs in the same way in your body. Your body doesn't know the difference between agave syrup or maple syrup or honey or sugar. It's still sugar in the body, but it's all about how much you eat of it. And if you can have chocolate milk in moderation and if you can just follow your hunger and your cravings, your body doesn't want it as much because it is able to have it. Like, have you ever wanted something so bad and then you get it and you're like, ah, That wasn't such a big of a deal, you know? Because if you keep restricting yourself from it, you just want it more. That's how our brain works. Your body doesn't want you to restrict. And if I've gone like a week without working out, I'm not going to stress about it. But then when I do return to the gym, it won't be stressful because working out and eating healthy is my lifestyle. And a manner of weeks outside of that will not kill me. 
Give yourself grace. Aim for authentic health if you can, not aesthetics bullshit. And even if this message resonates, it may not have the weight to apply to you just yet. And that's okay too. We are working against 40 years of the restrictive fitness industry. And I'm always excited about helping people find solutions to their wellness concerns. I just cannot lie to you, especially for profit. I want to spread a message that is good. And I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a registered nutritionist. So I have no right to tell you what to do. I'm just bashing the diet industry. Like, I'm on the fuck it diet, man. Fuck diets. Fuck everything that has anything to do with diets. It's not good for you. It takes time and learning and quitting and trying again. Do your thing. Experiment to find what works for you. No immediate time frame is needed. When I am ready to hit the gym again, I will. Even though I am at the gym right now, like say I took like a four week break. When I'm ready to do it, I will do it. I'm not going to do it because I feel like I need to, but because I want to. Anyone who follows me on Instagram or YouTube knows that I've struggled with anorexia in the past and I can really tell you guys that what I'm saying right now is so from heart and even though I was reading from a story, a lot of this was my own words um, and I think that it's important to know that nothing will happen in a month or in one day. You're going to have times where you don't like your body you're going to have times where you hate yourself for eating that extra burrito or for overeating that one night but know that nothing will get better if you keep going into the same cycle of dieting binging dieting binging every year allow yourself to eat doesn't matter if it's christmas doesn't matter if it's thanksgiving eat breakfast eat lunch eat dinner eat and don't worry about it and if you felt like you needed to hear this I am so happy for you and if you felt like you didn't need to hear this but you still heard all of this thank you and I hope that whoever listens if you're struggling if you're not struggling that you just take this into consideration don't support diet culture no diet is no diet is meant to work that's why it's called dieting Diets are not healthy. That's why it's called dieting because it literally has die in the first three words. It says dieting. So dieting is bullshit. Don't do it. Instead of following these fitness people who are making you feel bad about yourself, follow those who spread good messages, who have actual information to give you, who are registered nutritionists and dietitians. I recommend following Amanda Sevilla on Instagram. Her account is Amanda V. Sevilla. You should also follow this girl, Audra, of course, KX Stars, because she's the one who inspired this podcast episode. Do a cleanse on your social media platforms right now. If you follow anyone who makes you feel bad about the way that you eat, the way that you look, unfollow them. It doesn't matter if what you think they're doing is amazing. If they make you feel bad, unfollow them. Even if I am one of those people who make you feel bad, I I don't mean to do that. But if I make you feel bad, unfollow me. Because you have the right to not follow people and look at people every day who makes you feel bad about yourself. Social media cleanses are so important because sometimes we look at the people that we're following and we realize that none of these make us feel good. And 
social media are portrayed as a toxic, horrible place to be in. But if you just know who to follow and you know who makes you feel good and you boycott those stupid people who make you feel bad and who are not promoting anything that is good for the environment, good for the world, good for social media, you realize that social media isn't actually that bad of a place. You just need to find the right people. So I hope that you are able to boycott the diet culture and if you hear someone talking about dieting, you can scream at them and you can tell them that this is not healthy, you should research dieting. I hope that you find a good place with yourself someday um, because I certainly am at a good place because I'm not dieting anymore. I'm living freely, I'm eating freely and therefore I look and feel my best. Diet culture is bad and now you know why. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, guys. Give it a like and follow if you enjoyed and I'll see you in my next episode. Goodbye.